More and more agency solicitations are placing a premium on contractor past performance. What you did in the past is a good prediction for what you'll do in the future. The problem is the system that holds contractors past performance data, called CPARS, is becoming less valuable. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller looked into why there is this paradox of contractor past performance data, and Jason joins me now to talk about it. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jared. So what is wrong with CPARS? CPARS as a concept has been around, to be honest, Jared, for about 20 years, give or take. And it used to be called PEEPERS, which was one of my favorite acronyms back in the day. And what CPARS is, is this idea of, hey, when you finish a contract, the contracting officer says, hey, this how this is how this vendor did. They did A-plus work or B-minus work or C-plus work, and they do it by satisfactory, very good, or exceptional. Over time, this data has become more tedious, more much more takes more time to deal with it and it becomes much more arduous of a process and what we found is this data is becoming less valuable because contracting officers are not putting the data in there they're just basically checking the box and moving on because there's fewer contracting officers it takes too much time and to be honest they feel like well if i put anything more than very good or exceptional or poor i have to justify it in that in some way and that takes too much time so, so I think what what's happening here is there's these two things that are, that are going on that are diametrically opposed. CPARS is more effort, but agencies, and we, a perfect example was the General Services Administration's Alliant II government-wide acquisition contract for IT services. They determined that 40% of the evaluation points would be on vendors' past performance. And a lot of times what the agencies would do is go look at CPARS to figure out how that agency, how that vendor did with with similar agencies or similar contracts. And so what is the government doing to, to you know, reduce, first, improve the quality of the data and, and reduce the burden on both putting it in and getting it out? There's several things that are going on. I, I think the, the interesting thing here is there's a recognition from the Office of Federal Procurement Policy and really other senior procurement executives that it is really time to modernize CPARS, that there are ways to do that. Now, I caught up with two people, Leslie Field, the deputy administrator at OFPP, and then I also spoke with Soraya Korea, the chief procurement officer at the Homeland Security Department, about the challenges around CPARS. First, Leslie Field from OFPP. Well, I think there is lots and lots of data in there. I think it may be a little bit difficult for folks to pull out exactly what they need. Um, we want to make sure that the data they need is available, that what they see is relevant. So we are talking to a couple of different agencies and thinking about ways to sort of start a modernization effort with CPARS so that the system can produce information that is really more actionable and more useful for our contracting officers. Let me put a finer point on this as well, because when you say system, we, we, we always think about IT and computers, but really you're talking about the process, the approach to put in the information on contractor performance. There is an IT aspect to it, but that's not what necessarily you're talking about. Is that correct? I think the system itself needs to produce probably different results and better results more relevant information for the folks who need um, need the past performance evaluations. Obviously, the work that you, the content that you put into there needs to be specific. It needs to really reflect that contractor's um, past performance. So I think there is work to be done on the input side. We're also looking at using some of the innovative um, practices on the show me, don't tell me kinds of ways of evaluating contractors on the front end. So I think there's a lot in the evaluation space that we're thinking about. But CPARS in particular, I think, does need a system refresh or at least a reimagination. We want to make sure that the information is relevant and useful. And that really does get to 
how contracting officers and CORs are evaluating the performance of their contractors. You mentioned you're looking at different ways to start a modernization effort. What are some of the thoughts or what are some of the things you're seeing out there that maybe could fit into a reimagined CPARS? I think when we think about how we evaluate performance in our personal lives, right, how contractors are doing and, and how, you know, if we're going to stay at a particular hotel or not, there are lots of information out there. And so I don't know that CPARS is really keeping up with some of those modern practices. And I think it's incumbent upon us to figure out exactly how we can produce uh, more useful information. So, for example, when a contracting officer is looking at a large company providing a particular product or service, you want to make sure that you're just getting that information, that you're just getting recent information so that you can actually you know, use it to make a different evaluation decision. So that past performance piece of it is, is critical. Um, I think we also need to work a little bit on our training and our outreach. Um, we just started an in-reach effort to try to reach out to our frontline workforce a little bit better so that we make sure they get their tools, they get the guidance, they get the resources that they need so that they can do their job. So I think a little bit of awareness, I think there's a big systems component to this, um, but I do think it is time for us to, to spend a little bit of focus on CPARS. So a couple years ago, I know OFPP went down a very similar path, and I think there were, one of the former OFPP administrators gave me a little bit of uh, a pushback when I said uh, Yelp, if you will, for uh, contracting. And they said, well, we don't want to co- develop the Yelp for contracting. Please don't don't say that. But in some ways, that is and I'm going to use this very broadly, the model that you're talking about is how can we take what's happening, whether it's Yelp or whether it's TripAdvisor, so many other ones out there, how to take that concept and, and add it, put it towards contracting. Is, is that the, the basic broad brush idea? We need to look at that, right? That's how we evaluate um, you know, potential vendors in our personal lives. And so I think we need to keep up with the times. You know, our 2014 memo outlines uh, a few processes and IT changes uh, to make that information more readily available. And those uh, IT enhancements were deployed in 2015. So we are taking steps to get there. Um, Yelp obviously is quite public and um, it's, it's a little unstructured. So we would need to figure out how that translates to government work. But I, I do think that's a model there that we should should look at, uh, explore, work with some of the other agencies, maybe pilot um, a couple of changes to make it a little bit more in line with commercial practices. That was Leslie Field, the Deputy Administrator in the Office of Federal Procurement Policy. Now, Jared, I also caught up with uh, Soraya Korea from DHS and talked to her about making CPARs better and some of the challenges she sees today. The information is valuable, and what's really important is those comments because it tells us, it gives us insight into the performance. What's difficult, though, is the process is somewhat tedious. It it is a fairly long form that you have to fill out. You enter the data in the system. The contractor has an opportunity to respond to those comments, and sometimes there's a little bit of back and forth that we get into with the comments. I think all of that is good. We just need to simplify that process some, perhaps improve the automation behind that. I think where there could be a massive improvement is how we get the data out of the system, how we search in that system and how we call that data so that the data becomes much more useful to a contracting officer. Because right now it's fairly inefficient. You're going to pull these CPARS reports, you're going to read the information, and then you're going to have to do an assessment. If we use something like artificial intelligence or some of these other automation tools that are out there that could perhaps simplify the data, sort the data for us, and present it in a much more streamlined fashion, it would become 
more useful for the CO. Because right now, the COs are burdened with a lot of paperwork and transaction processing. And the more that we can automate the process and simplify it, the better off they're going to be, and the more likely they are to use the data in CPARS. And I, and I would comment that while there are peaks and valleys in the CPARS data, I have seen assessments out there that are not always favorable to the contractors. But I do think that you would get more solid data if we could simplify the process of entering the data, the comments back and forth between the contractor and the government, and then how we pull that data out of the system. I think that you would see more use of the data and probably even better assessments of the, uh, of the performance of the contractor. So that was Soraya Korea, the Homeland Security Department's Chief Procurement Officer, talking about vendor assessments, the CPARS system. And now, as you can see, Jared, there's starting to be some momentum for improving the past performance data. The challenge is finding the right balance between government and contractor input and making it stick. All right. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks very much. My pleasure. And Jason has a lot more on the effort to improve CPARS in this week's edition of the Reporter's Notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. 